Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Disclaimer. This podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. No copyrighted material is played here. But we invite you to join in at home and enjoy our commentary. Welcome to the LP Lexicon Podcast. Episode 0, 3, 5. Press play in 3, 2, 1. Hello and welcome to episode 0, 3, 5 of the LP Lexicon Podcast. I'm here, your host Joe, joined by my wife Denise. Say hello Denise. Hello everybody. No yawn this week right no. into the mic, yeah? No. This week, our artist is Granddaddy, and the album is called The Software Slump. What is the name? The Software Slump. Jose, I think that is a bit loud, really. Well, it should be played loud. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, is that okay. better? I think. I don't know why I can't put the correct attention. Maybe I need to change the... Let me just turn this the No, I will change. Yeah. Is that Okay. Yeah, I think that my left ear can think better. I think you're deaf. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> really. If I need to think, I need to put my earphone here in the right one, oh, in the right ear. Off today. Okay, this is a, an album from 2000, I think it was. Who are they? They're, they're from Modesto, California. Okay. They're called Granddaddy. Granddaddy. Yeah. This Why is, they have this this name? It's awesome, no? Granddaddy. The so class is like alternative country or something weird like that. Okay. Alternative country? Yeah. Like Sk- Iceland or something like this? No, like uh, you know, like country music, like like what my mother listens to, yeah, to dance. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's like alternative that. It's a strain. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking about uh, what is this group from Iceland? Oh, Sigur Rós? Yeah, Sigur Rós. I was thinking about that. Because the cover of this album looked like... Okay, yeah. Sigur Rós. Like in some way. Well, yeah? if you look at the album cover, you can see everything's green and it's like country, yeah? Mm-hmm. But what have you got in the country? You have... What is the name of that in English? Like computer keys. Yeah. yeah. It's like technology, yeah. Yeah. And this is the like one of the themes of the albums. You got like nice country, which is defiled by mm-hmm. humankind. People dump the uh the broken stuff out of the kitchen out in the woods. Ah, okay. Yeah. The reason why I picked this is because here at Lexicon Towers, we don't have a fridge at the moment. <laughs> really? For this reason you picked this? Yeah, one? I was thinking about it today. Like, we don't have a fridge. We're getting a new one. It's like, what's going to happen to the old one? Somebody's going to go and dump it in the woods. Yeah. <gasps> uh, you thought about this album? Yeah. Because the cover? Well, because I know the, the music and I, I know mm-hmm. the themes that, that they sing about. It's a strain, no? 
Uh, the the guy who who's behind Grand Daddy, his name is Jason Little, and he okay. plays keyboards. Yeah. Okay. I can see for the photograph. I don't think, I don't think it's him, you know. No. It could be, I suppose. You can't really tell because it's the back of his head. I believe that is a guy because he's in the in the back front. How yeah. you say back page? On the on the back cover, yeah. Back cover. Sorry. But it's um when they used to play this live, do you know I used to come and play it live with them? No. Uh Elliot Smith. Really? Yeah. Sometimes. Wow. And another reason to go back to some things that we sometimes mention each week. One of the reasons I discovered this. Well, it wasn't even that. I know that Graham Coxon said that the best band he ever saw live was Grandaddy. Which... No, Sigur Ross. <laughs> I don't because know you told me Graham... that. Sorry? You told me that. I don't know if Graham ever uh, saw Sigur Ross. Ah. I think I do remember speaking to him about them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I do. I do remember because he asked like uh, about this uh, this song, what I liked, and I told Which him it song? was popular. Good. Ah, okay. Yeah, he asked me about where how it was they from. they play. Yeah, and uh, I remember him saying that like the best band he ever saw live was Granddaddy. But how many persons are in the band? Oh, I was like five. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, but the guy who, but the who boss wrote the songs is, yeah, is this guy was Jason with Little, the keyboard. Yeah. He wrote all the songs in his like in his house in the keyboard in the garage. Yeah, and where he live? Modesto, California. Okay. I think the address is on there somewhere. It's strange that you live in in California and you, you yeah, the guy is writing this type of music. Okay, well, no? you, you think of California and you're thinking of like Hollywood, yeah. Mm, or like yeah. maybe Venice Beach or Malibu or something like that like these beautiful yeah, beaches like yeah. full of like beautiful people of the world but there's other parts of California as well okay yeah you go you go like the the, the state capital of of California is Sacramento okay you know which is nowhere near uh, Los Angeles okay yeah I Los Angeles know. isn't the capital yeah so uh there's something else I wanted to say about this track as well. And it touched on Elliot Smith and Graham Coxon. Gone. What? It's gone. It's gone what? What I was going to say. There, there, another. Uh, ah. Come on, carry on. I've not got a drink here by Granddaddy. Couple of CDs. Couple of CDs. Do you have like a five there? Yeah. And with this other is six. Totally. I've got some vinyl as well. Really? I didn't know that they were so famous. Yeah, yeah. How you never told me about that? Which? This band. You never told me. I don't remember that you say, oh, I am listening Granddaddy. Because I'm sure that I will say, what? What is this name? Your dad? Granddaddy. Who is Granddaddy? <coughs> no. Um, I seem to remember I went into uh, into town. And I was taking a train to Manchester one day. And I went into the Virgin Megastore in like 2000, yeah. Okay. I wanted to p- pick up some new music, have me CD play with me. So I bought this and something else. Which year? 2000. Ah, just the... Uh... The year that they released this yeah, album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was New Year. 
Oh, okay. And I remember it was like on the train going to Manchester, I was listening to this, and it's like, oh, this is awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah. Because really, if if I if I am listening the music, somebody asked to me where I'm think that they are from. I don't know. Really, I would say maybe Iceland or something like this, because I can imagine that they create this music. I don't know why, but I can't imagine that they created this music in California. Like, it didn't sound correct to me. <laughs> yeah? Well, they, they they split up at one point. So I think they're back together now. I can't really... Uh, can you have the iPad there, Denise? I'll yes, better of to course. Okay, I will see this. Okay. This book, okay? Ah, you can, you can you read see, all the music yeah, here. Yeah, lyrics in there, yeah. And maybe the guy found this this a uh, keyboard in the desert in California mm -hmm. or smudge. Okay, and they took the photograph or something like that. It's possible. There's yeah. quite a few there. Yeah, maybe for this reason he took the idea for the the front page. Because it's strange. It's strange. It's only around like five, pages five, five, no, six pages, but right. five photographs of keyboard right. as much in the in in the floor. Okay, they were from, they were going from nineteen ninety two until two thousand six. Okay, and then they split in two thousand six, and then they reformed in two thousand twelve, and they're still going now. Two thousand twelve now. Yeah. Wow. I don't understand this, uh, like a drawing, like, I don't know, like 15 people. Yeah, they they maybe, put the numbers, one, two, three. I think it was maybe a, a personal photo that they have, and they've outlined everybody, and just to, for whatever reason. Yeah, because they would like to thank. Right. We would also like to thank Robbie for years of assistance and support. But they put numbers to the people, but I don't know who is in which number. There you go. Here's Jason Little. Ah, this is the guy. Did you ever hear this track before, Denise? I mm. played this track a lot, see, in the maybe, house. I like playing maybe. it on guitar, yeah. Hewlett Starter. Yeah. I think but this was the first thing that I heard by, by Granddaddy. This, this yeah. song. And it was said... either this or AM180, I, I can't recall at the moment. It's a strain for me to read this, the genres of the... The genres, yeah. Ah, genres, sorry. The genres of, for this um, band. band. Yeah. Indie rock, yeah. Indie rock and a space rock. Yeah, space rock. What I is love a space, space rock? rock? Well, click the link and, and let's inform our listeners what space rock is. What is a space rock? It's a subgenre. Subgenre. Ah, sorry. Okay. okay. Subgenre of rock music. Okay. Okay. From Britain. Yeah. Okay, tell Space me. Space rock is a subgenre of rock music. The term originally referred to a group of early, mostly British, 1970s progressive and psychedelic rock bands such as Hawkwind, Gong, and Pink Floyd. Characterized by slow, lengthy instrumental passages dominated by electronic organs, synthesizers, ah. experimental guitar work, and science fiction or outer space related, related lyrical themes. Uh, or it was later oh, repurposed to refer to the series of 
1980s British alternative rock bands that drew from earlier influences to create a more ambient but still melodic form of pop music. The term was revived in the 21st century to refer to a new crop of bands including the Flower of Flowers of Hell, Comets on Fire, I like Comets on Fire, uh, Flotation Tide Warning, and Angels and Airwaves, who diversely draw upon their ideas about sound waves and of the genre's founders. Like the when I think of space rock, really, I think of like Thirteen by Blur. That's like a space rock mm. album, yeah. Uh, the Beatles can... song "Flying", Flying yeah. in nineteen sixty-seven. Ah, every actor instrumental. This is the original title. That's on the Magical Mystery Tour, yeah. Ah, Flying. like a psychedelic instrumental yeah. music. I think "Flying" was one of the only songs which was it had like a weird. Uh, yeah, look who wrote yeah, it. What? Huh? It wasn't Lennon McCartney, yeah. Ah, it's Harrison Lennon McCartney. Yeah, Starkey. Who is it, Starkey? Richard Starkey, Ringo Starr. Ah. How do I say Starkey to Ringo? Uh, okay. What's the name of this track, Denise? The name of this track? What number is? Number three. Three. Oh, really? Is it Jed the Humanoid? I can't read it, Joseph. Oh my god, this is a nightmare. After Hewlett started. Jet the Humanoid. Okay, this is like a concept album in a way because he have first mention of Jed. Uh-huh. It's like a, a a robot, yeah. Okay. And in this uh in this um case Jed is dead. <gasps> yeah, and it tells you about how Jed was formed, but <laughs> they come back to him later. Jedi in Latin. Yeah, no, but here he said Jedi. Jedi 3, yeah. Yeah, Jedi 3. Oh, it's like there's much R2-D2. the robot. Yeah, it's like R2-D2. No, they, they didn't break him. I think he, I think he drunk himself to death. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm a Terminator. But the lyrics are quite funny. Like, Jed System's dead. Therefore, so is Jed. <laughs> yeah. Jed yeah, he, he drank himself to death. System's dead. <laughs> but you, you hear the, the instrumentation it's quite yeah. spacey yeah ah this is a point to say that this is space rock wow good I didn't know just have a quick look at the other titles and see if you can see The uh, Crystal Lake The Crystal Lake that, that was a single that became quite big that track yeah yeah charts and graphs then there's uh, charts and graphs Chats and graphs. Then, underneath the weeping willow, it's beautiful. Broken household appliance, national forest. You see, like, uh, you got the forest, and people just throw their kitchen things in. Ah. And I think the track after that is uh, about Jedi's. Jets. Jets of the poem. poem, Beautiful Ground. A minor at the deal. Dial of Evil Knievel interlude. And what is that? So you lay him towards the sky. It's a strange that somebody is writing about technology. Yeah? Uh, no, not really. Because in this day and age, Denise, there's not a great deal of things which evolve. Like music is has come to a point now where you don't know what's going to happen next. But... 
I seem to be waiting for a, a huge band to come along, which which doesn't seem to to ever appear. Mm-hmm. Like in the nineties, you had like massive bands come along all of the time, and they'd all be the huge. Time, yeah. But now, nothing. You don't have. No. I, I hardly buy any new music. I I just seem to revert backwards. Uh-huh. Like even kids now, they don't hardly buy new music. They buy all older stuff. Um, the only thing which seems to have advanced now is technology. Mm. Like if you look at the way technology's moved in the past ten years, you look at your 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 cell phone. Yeah. The phone that you had like ten years ago. It was it was awful. But. If you look at the, the phone that you had five years before that, it was a million miles ahead. And now, you know, you've got an iPhone. iPhone. Even your iPhone is evolving all of the time. You bought a new computer today. Yeah. Which is uh, a million times more powerful than mine. You know, so the only thing which seems to, to advance now is, it seems to be technology. Okay, this the, 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 the sound. <laughs> it's like a Ross. Yeah, Ross of Friends. friends. Yeah, this the is the sound. Dun. Yeah. Okay, this this, this song sound more normal. These are the singles released off the album Hewlett Starter, The Crystal Lake. Uh-huh. In fact, why don't I take a look to see if there's anything else? I don't recall there ever being. And all the song you told me that all the song this guy. He wrote. Yeah. Maybe the, he had help with with tracks, but I know it was... Uh, okay. The software slump. Okay. I think that this... I heard this song before. Yeah. Because it's more... Uh, normal. Music. Okay. The album was written and recorded by frontman Jason Little alone in a remote farmhouse. He's been quoted as saying, I just remembered everything out there was dusty, humidity and dust, and described having made the recordings in his boxer shirts, bent over the keyboards, with sweat dripping off his forehead, frustrated, hungover and trying to call his coke dealer. (laughs) 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 You're quite funny. Okay. Here we have some information about Jed. Okay. Recording the albums in recording Android, Jed, who appears in the tracks Jed the Humanoid and Jed's other poem, Beautiful Ground. Little noted, I used Jed as my therapy vehicle, I guess. I was attempting to approach the subject of drinking and possibly the fact that you may perhaps drink a little bit too much. Humor has always been a way up there on, at the top of my list with dealing with anything that could be considered serious. Uh, okay, and the the penultimate track on the album, Minor at the Dial of You, originates from a 1989 home demo with little noting. After a certain point, when the Earth has been tapped of all its resources, they'll start mining other planets. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, for example, Denise used to work in a copper mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When all the copper's got gone, what are they going to do? I don't know, to Mars. Yeah, they go. They try and find copper yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. yeah, they won't find the substitute. <laughs> they go and try and find it somewhere else. Uh, okay, twenty ninth of May two thousand. This album came out. Uh, by February two thousand one, sold twenty thousand copies in the United States and almost eighty thousand copies worldwide. Uh, 
it sold over a hundred thousand copies now there's a, a a reissue as well with like all extra material I need to try and find that they release another yeah they, they released this album but like a, with a extra extra disc yeah of all bonus material and do you have all the CDs here no I don't think so okay maybe let me take a look at the uh, discography uh, all the covers are strange okay yeah yeah I like this name. Someday. Yeah. It's like okay, a summer so day. Like Sunday. No, it's not Sunday. No, I Some, know. Someday. Someday. Like someday. Algun dia. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, hold on a second, Ace. The first one is Under the Western Freeway, which is this one. This has got AM180 on it. Then it was the Software Slump. Then it was Someday. Then it was uh, just like the family cat. And these two? Uh, uh, volume one and two. It's the same one. Yeah, this isn't official though. I can see it. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a strange that you have something no official. No, it's like a bootleg, yeah. Oh, okay. But I don't know where they came from. <coughs> okay. <coughs> uh... I like the concept that they have. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, the Broken Down Comforter Collection. That's one of the... That was really... I remember but I bought that really cheap as well. Which one? The Broken Down Comforter Collection. This? Why? It's a compilation album. Uh, it's a... It's a compilation album of tracks released on EPs. Yeah. Uh... But the second one is not on here. I cannot find where it is. Joseph and this guy in in the photograph, <coughs> he didn't sorry. look young, sorry, but he didn't look in his 20s or Wait, something Jason like that. Little? Yeah. Let me see what that year he was born. Yeah, oh. he looked more than, I don't know. Like forty, or no? Nineteen sixty-nine. He was born, so in two thousand he would have been uh, thirty-one. Uh -huh. Now he's forty-six. Yeah. Ah. Uh, did he do anything on his own? Or he had his own album after Granddaddy split. What? Only one album. Yeah, then he released an EP of seven improvised piano recordings as a Merry Christmas gift to uh, uh, his Bandcamp website. Mm -hmm. And then he uh, he's had, he did a couple of things. It's beautiful, the music. Yeah. I like very, this change yeah, in, like this, in this song. 90s, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what, I think that's what I, what I like so much about them because I remember when I was on that train... Going to Manchester, I was listening to this on my headphones. You know, it was nice weather outside. It's good, good travel album. Yeah, mm -hmm, that, yeah. that's what I like. Some definitely. Some, some albums come back to me more than others. Like uh, they were good for travel. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this today as well. For example, there's um, there's this. 
and uh, Scarlet's Walk by Tori Amos. Mm -hmm. That was like a concept album based that uh, when the character Scarlet was traveling through the United States, each song represented a different part of the United States. Now, she oh. didn't do all 50 states. she done like 20 or something I like know. that. And I remember like same same journey traveling but traveling from Manchester back to Liverpool and I was listening to, to that album and it was it was really good good experience Tori mm -hmm. Amos was one of the first episodes that we did I'd like to go yeah. back to, to do another one soon okay if you yeah. want just a, um, the name of this track is uh, can you see it please Chats and Graphs because I think. really I like Chats and Graphs Really, I love this song. The other are nice, mm -hmm. but this. Uh, but have you it. never heard that before, Denise? Yeah, I think that yeah, I hear like, before. I like, thing is, with this, I like to play it along with my guitar on this album. Ah, oh, maybe yeah. I hear. Yeah. This is underneath the Weeping Willow. Now this. One one of the things that makes this album really good, we've touched upon this with other albums, is that it doesn't try to follow a specific genre. Mm -hmm. it, it, there's different styles of music on each track, but they fit together well. Now you just come out of like nineties alternative rock. Yeah. And now you got Jason. This song is more. Is, yeah. Is well, you slower. Put the headphone in. Okay. Why? And listen to his. Uh, his okay. piano playing, it's beautiful. He's playing the piano. Yeah. He likes to play the piano. Like, uh, I don't know if he can play guitar, to be honest. Let's take a quick look. <laughs> yeah, he can play guitar as well. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. the piano sounds like a simple, yeah. but beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always liked piano. I'd love to to learn to play the piano. Like we have like a, a keyboard here in mm -hmm. the house, yeah, and I like to play along on it sometimes. But I don't really know yeah, all that much about it. I would love to have a piano one day. I always wanted a piano. Like uh, I always imagined having like an upright piano there. Really? Yeah. I don't know how we get it in. You'd have to bring it in inside, <laughs> and then oh in my through God. the back. Yeah, it would be a nightmare. And then by the time you've got it, you've got like four lines across the floor where it's being dragged on the <laughs> wheels. One of the wheels isn't working properly. <laughs> Piano cost about three pound in the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a be beautiful uh, pianist. Yeah, uh, Jason Little. I like. Really. I wonder if that um. That Merry Christmas. Which Merry Christmas? He, he released Christmas piano music. Wow. On his uh, band camp. So you've got links here on the. Okay, you've got Jason Little band camp. And he played, he made a lot of concert. Well, Brenda, they've been going since like 1992, so. 92? Yeah. Wow. So I, I should have seen that he's got like uh, wow, he's got so much stuff on here. In his pep, uh, web page? 
yeah. or something like that. All these little photographs are CDs? No, these are these little photographs of people who have downloaded it, yeah. Ah, okay. Oh, there it is. Merry Christmas 2009. Should be wow. seven, seven. And the trips. people can buy it there? Yeah. Wow. Really good. Oh, wow. You can pay, pay, pay what you want for it. No. Yeah. Buy now. Name your price. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, and there's a there's an album called House Show, which is this is a solo album. It's a live recording. I don't know, Denise. Maybe you got some tracks of the software slump on now. What you got? Uh, oh, this song is so much rock. Yeah. You got Jed to the poem on here. Beautiful ground. Sorry, I didn't hear nothing because I had the two earphones. <laughs> you got the two tracks about Jed on here. Ah, okay. Yeah, Jed the Humanoid, Jed's other poem. And the people can download? Yeah. that's That, that album costs $7. It's cheap. Uh, I was thinking about Bandcamp recently. I was There's a couple of albums on there that I want to download. Mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll do them on here one week. It'll be quite exciting, yeah. Okay. Really, I like the concert that he has. Actually, I had that, that idea when, when I wasn't working. Okay. And I couldn't afford to buy the albums. But now that I'm working, yeah, I'll be able yeah. to get them. So. Yeah. Joseph, yes. uh, <clears throat> this is the same song that we have here in this album, Jedi. It's the same Jedi song. Three, four, oh, no. <clears throat> I don't think no, so, it's only Jedi, Joseph. Because the number three is a poem. No, it's... Uh, no, it's another? Yeah, it's Jedi 3 poem. That's his name, Jedi 3. Okay. Let me take a look at the tracks on here, please. Handcrank transmitter. Oh, yeah, I remember that. How he can go from one type of music to another in the same album? Because sometimes the bands or maybe the singer want to keep the same style during all the albino CD. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I can see that this guy didn't do that. He, he He's changing <coughs> all the time. <coughs> Sorry, I've got a bit of a throat infection at the moment. Um, Not only you, all the kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we, we discussed this before. Like, the, there's some bands who like to... Uh, when, they, when they release the album, they like to deviate between different genres and, and experiment... Yeah. That's the most important thing is to experiment, see what sticks, see what works. But I think that the, the mix is really beautiful mm -hmm. because uh, you don't feel uh, bored about the same type of style during all the CD. The thing is, Denise, we're in Liverpool now and musicians from Liverpool are, are really interesting because they will do they will do this like to the extreme. They come on stage and they'll play like the weirdest music that they've picked up, like band from Liverpool. Yeah, bands from bands and artists <coughs> from Liverpool. I, even myself, like when I first met uh, my friend Pato, mm -hmm. his first memory of me is that uh, I was sat in like the living room area of the place where I was staying. And I was learning to play like local folk songs from from Chile, mm -hmm. 
now I, I look like the whitest guy alive um, <laughs> like my, my skin was like really white <clears throat> blonde hair blue eyes which you know in Santiago is strange and then I was like learning to play to play like these folklore songs you know so and I, I think that's part of my livable heritage because people who like star fans here they'll play <clears throat> they'll find like yeah. the weirdest stuff this is different the, that happened in my country because sometimes people in my country they only start to to listen one style of music mm -hmm. and they don't they don't try to move on to yeah. another type or can happen that sometimes uh, you you want to listen something but the rest of the people they can they can say okay you are this type of person because right. you like this type of music right. because this happened to you you was you was listening this folk yeah, music yeah. from my country and um, a couple of people they say oh you are from this uh, politic view oh right yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah and you say no what is the way about this type of song and this politic yeah. view and they started to explain to you well it, this, this is interesting because like where you're from like uh, politics changes <clears throat> and and it actually means something like here mm -hmm. in in England it's the same again and again yeah, just the same it's absolutely <laughs> the same But um, I don't know, really know how I feel about like politics being mixed with music. You know, if it if it can bring about a change where where change is needed, that's good. Mm -hmm. You know, but you get you get strange. Like for example, in my country, this this thing is really strong. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. is, you are like a really connect the music with. Um, maybe some historic event. For example, was there any bands or artists who were like pro Pinochet? Yeah, of course. Who were they, Denise? I don't recall. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. Like, there's, there's a book like Pinochet Boys. Yeah. Yeah. And was that about like bands or? I don't remember. Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember, but I know that some of the. Uh, uh, I know one single woman. That she is still in in the television. Who's that? Is um... uh, the name is Patricia. Oh yeah, Patricia Maldonado. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry to to start <laughs> to speak about that. You're saying no in because our today podcast. I was going to do uh, Victor Cara as well. Ah okay. Yeah, but I was like, no, it's 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 on for a long time. We don't have enough time, but mm -hmm. uh, we'll get round to it one week, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we can explain about about all that stuff. But I. In return to this type of album, I don't think that you can say nothing about politics and this album because no, this isn't really <laughs> no. Like we got onto a tangent because we started to talk about uh, uh, artists from Liverpool uh -huh. bringing in different influences and using them when they started their own uh, mm -hmm. musical journeys or, or careers. If it if it goes that way, like you thought, you we have festival. I think there's a festival here in in August. Um, I know some of the people who who are playing in there. People have known here from Liverpool, yeah. But it'll just be like a huge um, cultural mix of of different types of music, because I think people from Liverpool like to try to impress people, like by knowing something 
from another part of the world that other people don't know. Okay. Like, I'm not saying that about myself specifically. I just, like, listened to stuff and, and liked it. Mm-hmm. And maybe it could be the same for other people as well from Liverpool, but... Um, I don't know. Just had this song. What is that? It's like a... This is the Evil Knievel interlude. It's a strange, this... Yeah, it's very weird. This title, no? yeah? yeah? Evil Knievel. Yeah. Do you know who he was? No. Evil Knievel. Ah, no, don't show me nothing no. strange. No. Just start to always to say strange stories to me, and after that I have nightmares, and it's just No, Evil fault. Knievel. What is Evil Knievel? Hannibal Lecter or something like that? That's Evil Knievel. What happened with this guy? He's like a, he's like a performer. He's like jump over like buses or, or like fifty cars or, and he, he just always get into horrible accidents as well. Look at that! The many injuries of Evil Knievel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right, have a quick, have a quick look. The song's "Evil Can Evil Interlude." So let's see what what he's had. This is the name of the song. Yeah. Can I see it? Really? Yeah. Show me. There you go. But but it's only it's instrumental. Now. Yeah. Short instrumental. Inter- before the minor at the dial of you, yeah. This is strange. Why he put this name to the to the song? Because he lied, the guy, or something Maybe. like this. What happened to Evil Knievel? Say, there are a lot of myths about my injuries. They say I have broken every bone in my body. Not true. But I have broken 35 bones. I've had surgery 14 times to pin and plate. Oh, my God. He shut up my pelvis. I forget all the things that I broke. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe it. <laughs> Look at this fracture broken, broken and replaced and broken multiple times. Oh, my God. (laughs) This guy is still alive. Uh, No, I think he died a couple of years ago. Recently, though. Because he was old or because he has an accident? No, I think it was just the age. (laughs) I can't believe it. Daredevil he was, that was it. Okay. um, Born in 1938. Died in 2007, age 69. 69. And, yeah. Cause of death, idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. No. <laughs> it's not um, connection between all the accidents. Yeah. I, well, I don't think he did anything to his lungs, did he, from that picture? Wow, I can't believe it. This is strange, no? He's described as, well, it says here in his obituary, the British newspaper, The Times, Knievel was described as one of the greatest American icons of the 1970s, which was everybody know, know, everybody uh, know knew the evil Knievel, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's take a quick look. Uh, what are you reading? See what he did. Oh, he... Oh, sorry. What? Although Knievel never attempted to jump the Grand Canyon, ruinous of a Grand Canyon jump was started by Knievel himself in 1968. Oh, he crashed in Caesar's Palace, yeah. He 
couldn't get into I remember it. something, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to explain yourself. Yeah. One, it, it's, and it's no, um, it's no connection about my story and the album. Okay, okay. sorry. But I read a book years, years ago. Yes. That is from um, uh, how you say, uh, Tibet. From Tibet, yeah. Yeah, but from um, uh, ah, what is the name? Como monje. The monks. Uh, a Tibet monks. monks. Yeah. Yeah, Tibet monks. He wrote a book, okay, and he speak about how the people die, okay, accident okay. or something like that. And they know, for example, when uh, they know that maybe you can have an accident, but you will not die, and you can die uh, about something else. Okay. Okay? Because, for example, they didn't feel um, sad when one of the monks uh, is died. died, yeah? died okay. okay? For example, they jump in par not parachute but something that they create okay mm -hmm. they jump like in the mountains in the tibet okay? okay years years ago they did that when they lived there right. okay and they jump in this like a a, a, a a little hill from one place to another okay okay uh, some of them they have injuries when they do this performance yeah <laughs> but some of them they die Right. Okay, but they was no sad or scared to do this again and right. again because they thought, okay, it was the moment. Right, it's my, it's the yeah, and, my time. <clears throat> yeah, and now I can connect this situation with this other thing about this other guy, oh, how he came evil. broke because it's said in this history that you show me that the guy broke the femur yeah. Five times, for yeah. example. Yeah. Okay, and uh, re it's really dangerous. Okay, to break a femur. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and this guy broke. He say fourteen bones or something like that. Okay, but like a five time, it's one. <laughs> okay, this is like a I don't know, like a sixty-seven time, seventy time. That you broke a bone, wow. and he didn't die about that. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's strange the history, and how I can connect with this other information that I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird, <laughs> no? Okay, t tell me about this song. Okay, well that was um, uh, minor at the dial of you. It's finished now. Uh, and then it's so lame towards the sky, I think, isn't it? Just so what is the signific significance of that? The southwest long? Let's take a quick look. Yeah. Why? Mm, let me see. Why he took this title for the album and not something else? Let me take a look. Surge. Oh, come on. Okay, okay. Stop, and this stop. is like a record from from um I don't know. 
like a recording from like on, ta on tape from something yeah yeah like you're from a mission or something like or that like a military yeah i was thinking that okay okay being the second album the title the software slump is a reference to a sophomore slump a time to give an artist's second album which has seemed to fail to live up to the first album so say you have an artist that has been playing live for years okay and they get a record deal and they release their album mm -hmm. they've been playing and practicing the songs all them years then they need to release a second album but they haven't had as much time to practice the second album, so it's seen as not as good. <laughs> That's called a soft, sophomore slump, yeah? Okay. And this is like the software slump. Like, uh, software is programs on your computer, yeah? So it's like a mix between the two. It's like a sophomore <laughs> slump and software on your computer. <laughs> That's That's kind of what it means, yeah. It's a good title. Well... I never knew that it was called uh, the sophomore slump, no? that, that kind of thing, no. I, it's like an American thing, sophomore, yeah. But, uh, like, we, we, I always called it the difficult sef second album <laughs> because of the fact that the artist will be playing for years and years and practicing the material. For the first album. Yeah, make a really good first album. Then when the second album comes along... They need to do something yeah, fast. fast, and they, they don't have the... the the you time or the energy to, you, you to told me in another, it, yeah. yeah, you, you told me in, a, in another podcast. I did, I seem to recall mentioning yeah, that, yeah. About that thing, some of the band need to record something each two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we're talking about play, yeah. yeah. But it just depends how, how, you, how you polish yourself. You know, if you, if you have a successful album, you're playing live a lot, you need to, like, practice while you're traveling and see mm. what you can come up with some to some people it comes really natural and they can write something good no no matter where they are like uh for example david alba and david alba and i have a, an album there where i never really listened to before mm -hmm. and it was him recording stuff in hotels while he was traveling across the united states mm -hmm. and it's some of the stuff was really good you know, and he wrote some of the gorilla stuff while I was... Really? Yeah, yeah. He when needed, he like, traveling. first versions of some of them songs, yeah, while he was traveling. You know, so songwriting comes really easy to some people. Damon seems to be a person who has an album out, like, once he... Like, around the same time each year now. Like it's whether It's good. Yeah, yeah. He's so creative. Yeah. And and this guy he release album every two years something like it that. It seems to be around that around that time frame, yeah. Yeah, because I can see that you have six albums. Yeah. Uh, you said that is that he has more. Yeah, there's there's other stuff as well. I wanna go and get that um that Christmas Christmas album, yeah. Yeah, it's good. You can download. You pay the money that that mm. you want. It's really good. That has been the software slump tonight, Denise. Hmm? That's yeah. it, the album's finished now. No, yeah. really? Wow, I can't believe it. Really? <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you, bye. Contact details. Contact us by email at lexiconpod at gmail.com blog lexiconpod.com blogspot.com 
and Twitter at LexiconPod. Greetings from Lexicon Towers. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.